Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. Jen. We have Bob Eaton, a friend of mine from North Carolina. He is big into the um, calling, the mission of adoption. And folks, if you haven't heard the first one, go back and listen to Bob. It's spectacular. It's uh, thought-provoking. And, and hopefully the Holy Spirit will take it, lead people to uh, this great ministry of adoption. Yes. We ended last time about adoption and how it's very biblical. Within the book of Romans, I believe it's chapter eight, it talks about how we're adopted into the family of God. We can call yes. God. If we're born again, we can call God Abba, Father, Daddy. And so with that, uh, go ahead, Bob, and uh, uh, go ahead and tell us a little more about adoption today. Okay. Um, uh, well, first and foremost, I didn't... Um, I didn't give a shout out to my wife on the last episode. Uh, my wife, Britta, uh, nothing, none of this could have happened without her. Um, she prayed for 10 years and finally God changed my heart and it changed it in a big way. Yeah. And um, none of it, none of it could have happened without her backbone, her, her, her compassion for the children. Um, I love her to death. It never could have happened without her. Uh, she's the brains of the operation. She's, she's the one that, that spends most of the time bonding and, uh, she's just a wonderful woman and, and, and she deserves a lot of credit, more credit than me. I'm totally unworthy, but she, uh, you know, she definitely deserves a lot of credit. It's great having someone, uh, that's smarter and prettier than we are. Right, Bob? Yeah. Well, she is definitely smarter and definitely prettier than me. That's for sure. Yeah, my wife is too, but um, how long, how long have y'all been married? Uh, this coming, uh, January, me and my lovely bride will have been married for 20 years. That is awesome. Yep. We met, uh, we went on our first date. I asked her to marry me six weeks later and six months later we were married. And then two months after that, we were looking at <laughs> our first, our first, um, adopted son. So, uh, God definitely had a plan for sure. Amen. Amen. What would you say, Bob is, uh, what would you say to someone who is contemplating adoption, contemplating, what would you say to that, to them? Um, contemplating adoption. First of all, I would thank them for it. Um, and I would, I would say to them, if you're, if you're thinking about adoption, I, I would highly recommend that you become a foster parent first. Um, put your ring in the, uh, put your hat in the ring with um, respite care. Uh, that's a good way to, to see if that is truly something you want to do. You know, we want people to, um, to go into this, uh, using their hearts and not their heads. Um, so if you can fall, um, uh, provide respite care for a small child or a teenager for a few days or a couple of weeks or, or however long it takes, just so you, you're convinced that it's something that you want to do, uh, I would do that first because one of the things that you really want to not have happen is have failed adoptions to right. where you just jump, you just jump in and you adopt and then it falls apart and then you feel bad and the child is scarred from it and, or for whatever reason you try the respite care, try the respite care. Um, and I highly recommend that uh, you watch the Mark Wahlberg movie, instant family. Um, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it is a it is a tremendous movie. Me and uh, my wife and all of our children, we've watched it a couple of times. And I'll tell you what, they did a really good job of portraying what it's like adopting a teenager <laughs> and bringing in small kids. Yeah, they did a really good job. So I would encourage them to do that. I would also encourage them to um, uh, not necessarily... Um, uh, jump right into like Department of Social Services, which I think is a good avenue. But if you're, especially if you're here in North Carolina, you really want to talk to um, Ken Maxwell, who is the, um, uh, he's the brains and the heart behind Seven Homes, which is a Christian organization in Greensboro right. that focus on foster care, respite care, adoption. They're, they're just a wonderful, wonderful organization. Um, the people there are friendly. They love the kids. They, they pride themselves on working a formula to where they don't want to be taking kids and placing them in home to home to home to home and find out which one works. Ken is a master of knowing the children, knowing the foster families, and he's, he's got a real good track record of placing kids where they need to be, hopefully the first time. That is great. That is great. Yes. Yes. So how, how did you get into this, Bob? I mean, you said it's a calling. I know you said you had a long story, but what's the kind of a short, as short as you can go to how did this happen where you've got this calling? So other people that are listening can kind of get an idea of what that calling, how to, how to know they're called. Well, I mean, it started with me um, back in 1974 when my family uh, adopted my sister as, uh, I think, a six or an eight-month-old sister. Um, They adopted her. So right from the get-go, I was introduced to um, siblings that weren't quote-unquote mine, but became mine. So I've always been, I've been pro-adoption. And then of course, when I was a young teenager, you know, I didn't want to have kids because I wanted to help the kids that were already here. But and then it kind of fell off the radar for a long, long time. And um, then, of course, I met my lovely bride and one thing led to another. And then we had our, our our foster son that we were caring for. And then we ended up adopting. And it basically comes down to my wife getting on her face and asking God to change my heart. Because, Jonathan, I'll tell you, I was done. I was really done. I had um, two older boys from a previous marriage that uh, they're now 28 and 30. Um, I had um, our foster son. I don't want to call him a foster son, but our our son, Max, that we had adopted. So I was done. I I didn't want anything more to do with it. Um, It really started with my wife pleading with God to change my heart. And I'll never forget the day that it happened. Um, It just, I know when I explain it to you, you understand when I say I didn't really hear a voice, but I felt something coming out of me. Yeah, it was just, it was just this feeling of who do you think you are to deny this woman what she wants in, in more children. And it was just, it was heart wrenching for me because I, I, it, w- it wasn't what I was thinking because I didn't want any more kids. Right. Um, but it was 10 years of her praying to God. And finally I, I said, you know what, let's do it. And then she started, reg- <laughs> then she started regretting those prayers because all of a sudden we adopted three teenagers in four days. And she's like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I'm like, Hey, this is what, it, this is what a changed heart looks like, honey. Don't take it up with me. Take it up with the man upstairs because he's the one that's running the show. Not me. Amen. Amen. Well, that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Well, James says that all good, perfect gifts come from above. 
Yes. All good and perfect gifts come from above. And I think yes. children are that as well. And, and that includes adopted children. That it truly does, because it, it really doesn't matter, you know, um, if they're like if they're blood related or not. I mean, you truly do pick your family. Um, and these kids deserve a family just like we deserve a family. Uh, they, they deserve to be able to come home and see their parents and not worry about their parents fighting and divorcing and throwing pots and pans and not knowing if they're going to be getting a, a hot meal or what's going to be happening. They, they, need, they need to come home to a, a functioning family where they can be themselves if they have a bad day or they're having a trigger or for whatever that, you know, we're not going to make them feel bad for it. We're, we're going to let them deal with it. We're going to help them through it. We're, 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 right. We are there for them. We're there for them. And um, that's really what they need. I used to joke with my, with my wife. I, I said, I've come to realize that, you know, being around uh, the teenagers in foster care and stuff, I really think everybody's so hot and so hot and heavy about the technology and the iPhones and the cell phones, cell phones and laptops and all that stuff. And I said, I really think that uh, a lot of these kids would be more than willing to give up all that stuff right there just to know that they have a, a good family at home that loves them unconditionally. And, and they're that's their family. I really think they'd give it up. And, and that might be true. I don't know. But that's what all kids really desire. They desire to be loved and, and adored. And, um, it's, it's the role of a foster parent and an adoptive parent, even a respite parent to love the kids and, and be there for them. That's what we're supposed, that's what we're called to do, Jonathan, rather we want to do it or not. We, we have to do it. And I'm really hoping to see more and more churches get involved that's awesome. Well, I just think it is an amazing thing what you and your family have done and how you have changed the lives of so many teenagers. Um, and, you know, just talking about this today, I just pray that people will listen and will consider adoption, consider starting off with foster care, respite care, and then consider adopting, especially those those teenagers, because, you know, like you were talking about earlier, so many people want babies. and But uh, these teenagers, we can get them at a time where we can really make a difference in their lives. So thank you, Bob, so much for coming and talking with us on uh, Grace to the Shadows. And It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Bob, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. And, and I know it's been raining out there. You're in your truck, and that's what we're hearing, the, the rain. Well, it's nice and sunny down here in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, yeah. hush. <laughs> we'll thank, you. thank you for listening to Grace in the Shadows. Bye-bye.